If you were told that everything you have, everything you know, and everyone you know would be taken away, and you were able to keep just one thing, what would it be? Think about it. Think about it. For me, like I heard one of you scream, which is awesome, it'd be my faith. It'd be Jesus. Because here's the thing. Nothing is more important than my faith. Not my family, whom I love dearly. Not my house, not my job, not my friends. None of that is important in comparison to my faith. My faith in Jesus Christ is the one thing that I will never allow to be taken away from me. You too? Is, is your faith in Jesus the most important thing in your life? If it's not, if it's not, I pray that it becomes that for you. And I do pray, I, I pray for you. I pray for you, the body of Christ, all the time. I pray for your hearts in your minds, I, I pray that, that God work in you and, and through you to share those gifts that he's given you with others. Prayer is, is so important for the church, and that's why in this last year of 2022, we made it our focus. We, we are all about reigniting prayer. We invited you to, to pray for the board of directors and their long-range planning. We invited you to pray that, that God would clearly show his intent for his church here. We encouraged you to join in 30 days of prayer. We even had a prayer book written for you and given to you. We've invited you in to God's word through prayer every week, and we've taught you on prayer. And every first Wednesday of the month, now for about half a year, I think, we've invited you to come and join together here at the church to pray local. You were given the opportunity as well to know and pray for your neighbors through the Bless Every Home prayer app. Reigniting prayer was essential to what we were doing as we worked our way through 2022. I mean, get this. You even now have the opportunity to pray in church out loud. It's not just the pastor's job anymore. And I don't know where you are on this, but I, I do pray that you have had prayer reignited within your lives. Praying for God's will. Praying for strength to hold firm his word, and, and praying that you are, are able to use the gifts he has given to you in service to his kingdom. Because here's the thing. You are the church, and the state of the church does not rest in a message. The state of the church rests in you and me as the body of Christ. We are the church. 
And, and what lies ahead in 2023 for LMC River Falls and the church at large is quite unknown. But the one constant, no matter what, lies ahead is Jesus. His word, his truth, his love. Known, shown, proclaimed. And and why can I stand before you this day and say this? Well, it's because I know that God's word never fails. God's word never fails. Romans 9, verse 6. It is not as though the word of God has failed. Friends, God's word does not fail. If the church is struggling to survive, we don't focus on the glory days of the past. We don't focus on what was done or how we used to do it. It doesn't matter. We focus on God's word. Yes, the same word as 15 years ago and 30 years ago and and 60 years ago, but now... We read it with different eyes. We see it in different ways. We ask questions of the scripture. Not only know what, but now so what and now what? Why? Because while God's word has stayed the same, the rest of this world has not. While God's word has stayed the same, the rest of the world has not. We all know this, but yet we go to church, and often what? We just want the same thing. The church offers the same thing, the same way we did it 15 years ago. The same way at some churches where they did it 50 years ago. And how's that working out for the church? Not so great, right? But what did Jesus say? Better yet, what did Jesus pray for us? We didn't do this as a reading, but I want you to go to John 17. Uh, It's not law. You don't have to. Just invite you. Invite you into John 17 there. We're going to drop down to about verse 14. I just want you to look at this while we work our way through. It says here, Jesus says, I have given them your word. Not not human word, not our words, not those human words. No, No, Jesus says, I have given them your word. He has given us the Father's word. He's given us his son, his law, his commandments, his grace, his gifts, his gospel. He's he's given us his word. And while he's given this to us, guess what? What's it say? The world hates us. The world hates true followers of Jesus. And I have to stress true. The The world hates true followers of Jesus because they are not part of the world. But Jesus then prays that his followers are what? That they're not taken out of the world, 
but they are protected from the evil one. And he he prays that his followers are sanctified in the truth, the truth of the word. And whose word is truth? God's word is truth, nothing else. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying here, set apart my people, set apart my followers by the truth of this word, of his word. Set them apart by, by living in his word, through his word, and by his word. And then he says this, as he says, as you sent me into the world, so now I have sent them into the world. We know this, right? It's right there. You've probably read it before. But so what? What good does it do us to just read it and and maybe know that it says this in John 17? It does us no good unless we go and actually do something with it, right? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything here, Holy Spirit-led, folks. Just so I don't throw it out there enough, we're talking about the Holy Spirit at work here. So if Jesus has prayed for us, If God has given us his word and sanctified us in his truth and sent us out into the world, now what does that mean for the church? Does the church still focus on the good old days of the past? Do we talk about when pastor so-and-so was here, this is what we did? Is this church's story really still 2013? Nope, even though the timeline out there says it is on the wall. Has the church moved on? Has the church changed since then? Yeah. But so often, what does the church want to do? It wants to hang on to the past. But we shouldn't, right? What are we supposed to hang on to? Jesus and God's word. We, we focus on God's word. And, and what is that now in 2023? What do we do with it? Not what did we do with it in 2013, but get this. Also in 2033, it's not what did you do in 2023. The world's going to continue to change. God's word is going to continue to stay the same. So now as we read it, what do we do with it today? What about this one? If Jesus sent us out into the world by giving us his word and sanctifying us in the truth, does the church not move forward because there are some with hardened hearts and attitudes pushing back and discouraging moving forward? If Jesus sent us out into the world by giving us his word and sanctifying us in truth, does the church not move forward because there are some with hardened hearts and attitudes pushing back and discouraging moving forward? No. What do we focus on? Jesus and God's word. We look to the Holy Scriptures. Friends, as followers of Jesus, no matter what the church 
Let me start again. As, as followers of Jesus, no matter what church you call your home congregation, because I know right now there are people watching this that are not members of this church. They have their own home congregations. So as followers of Jesus, no matter what church you call your home congregation, we need to allow the life of our congregations and everything we do to connect with God's word of promise in Jesus Christ. Because we believe that God's word does not fail. And we also know that because we believe that God's word does not fail. We know that God's word softens hearts. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Not just listening, but hearing. Allowing the spirit to work on hearts. Because that's what happens. The Holy Spirit does the work. Only the Holy Spirit can soften hearts. Only the Holy Spirit can move people to see and move people to pray and move people into action. And now for just a moment, I want you to, to think about Paul, all right? Think about Paul and the early church. What was Paul doing? He was just sitting around waiting for people to come. No, he was going. He was going to the people. And as he went, churches sprung up. But they didn't spring up until he was going to the people. He was in the world. Just where God wanted him to be. Just what Jesus prayed for him. Sanctified in the truth. Sanctified in God's word. What did Paul do? He went to the people. He interacted with the people. He was with them, but not of them. He was in the world, but not of the world. Now, what does our world look like today? It looks pretty similar to the early church. You have a whole bunch of people who are of the world. Some of them even say they know Jesus. But do they? And you have a whole bunch of other people who are of the world who have no idea who this Jesus is. And where are they? They're out there. Are they coming in here? Nope. Are we going to them? Maybe some of us as individuals. But what about the church? collectively are we going to them or are we just waiting for them to walk through the doors like we've done for so many years if we are it doesn't work it does not work so now what do we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again no we have to think differently i know change you all hate it especially within the church But friends, something needs to be done. If our faith is the most important thing in our lives, and I don't know if it is for you, but it is for me. If our faith is the most important thing in our lives, because we know Jesus and what he does for us, don't we want others to know the same? To be saved, redeemed children of God? We have to go to them. 
outside the building. So maybe at some point, you know what, they will come inside the building and worship collectively with us here. And praise God for that. So what does this look like at LMC River Falls in 2023? Well, it first starts with this 80-20 Sunday morning idea where, where, where we're constantly on Sundays equipping you, the saints, for the work of ministry. You see, we want you to have every opportunity to not only grow in the knowledge of what the Bible says, but also help you to, to, to learn to ask those questions of, of so what and, and now, now what? Well, let's go back to 2022. So I learned about prayer. Great. Now what? Well, we invited you and we encouraged you to put it into action. We didn't say just sit on it. No, we, we, we've given you opportunities to, to pray out loud and, and to pray for your neighbors and for this community and, and for church leadership. Right? We put it in action. Now, Bible study on Sunday morning is going to look a lot different. It won't just be a video and some knowledge questions. No, we're going to challenge each other to move beyond what has always been done. Okay, so, so now I know that this is from God's word. So what? What's the importance of it? And, and now that I know the importance of it, what do I do? What am I supposed to do with this now? If God has sanctified me in his truth and given me his word and put me on this earth to be in the world, now what? So you're going to have the opportunity to talk about it and learn with others and learn from others. It's all about equipping you, the saints, for the work of ministry. And our messages are set up in the same way. They've always been this way since I've been blessed to be here as your pastor. I try every week, I try hard every single week by the grace of God to send you out of this building frustrated, challenged, and yet prepared to allow the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you. Whether you like it or not. This know what, so what, now what pattern is going to continue to serve us well. In Bible study and in our messages as we equip you, the saints, for ministry. We've already started, right, this past month in worship and Bible study. We've taken the time to see that we're gifted for more. Awareness of your gifts, intentional development of your gifts, and generously using them in service to Christ. Now what? Are we done? No. We're working on developing ways and opportunities for you to use those gifts. But here's the thing. The board of directors knows that it has to go beyond Sunday morning. We are equipping you on Sundays so you're ready for the rest of your week. Yet if this is all the church is actively doing, is, is, is equipping you on Sunday mornings, is this enough? So that's the question. 
That's the question that LMC River Falls and many other churches have to answer in 2023 and beyond. If all we're doing is enough to keep the doors open and offer some things for God's people already within the church, which is good, which is important, which we're going to continue to do, are we as the body of Christ fulfilling the mission that Christ has for us? Are we truly living out the faith we've come to know and using it for his kingdom, or are we still just sitting happily with the status quo? This world is broken. It's hurting. Everyone out there is constantly looking for a rescue story, for a savior. And we who are here know who it is. We know the answer. Jesus. But if we as the church are not in the world with these people, how will they ever know? How will they ever know that we know the answer? Unless we take what we know and put it into action. Unless we think differently than we did 10 years ago, because that doesn't work anymore. Statistics show, no matter the age group, the church looks different now than it did 10 years ago. Fewer people believe in Jesus. Fewer people see the importance of worshiping Jesus together on a Sunday morning. So what does this mean? It's two things. One, many people are of the world, and two, the fields are ripe and ready for harvest. So step one's already in action, reminding you and equipping you, the saints, that Jesus has prayed for you. He's prayed for you as you are in the world. As you are in the world with the people who are of the world. But not only has he prayed for you, he sanctified you in his truth, which is his word. And he gives you the opportunity, when you come here, to grow in your faith. To come to know the word. But then also to, to work at understanding, so what and, and now what? You're going to have the chance to grow in your gifts and develop them and use them for his kingdom. And this is vitally important. But just as important is praying and figuring out a way for the church, LMC, River Falls, or any congregation, to have an impact for the kingdom as a whole in the community. We will continue to train, equip, and send individuals out joining Jesus on his mission. We'll continue to encourage and invite you to be involved in ministries at the church. We will continue to support the ministries of this community that serve all the different needs of God's children through monetary donations and volunteer hours. But we need to be praying. Really praying, asking for God to direct how we can go to them. What needs to be there done? Is there a way, is there a different approach that LMC, River Falls, or any church can take to reach God's children of the world? 
That's what we need to be praying into. Is there a way, a different approach that we or any church can take to reach God's children of the world? You know what the answer is? Yes! Yes. Do I have thoughts on this? Yeah, you guys know me well. But here's the thing. Just lay it to you straight. It has to be the church that wants to do it. It's not my church. It has to be the church that wants to do it. Because it's a different way of thinking. It's having a different focus within the building than in years past. Just like Paul, we need to keep our eyes on God and his promises through which he bestows his blessings. You see, for just as the Lord created the faith and life of this congregation through all these years, he will continue to sustain us through his word of promise and hope in the year and years to come. It's your chance. It's your opportunity. Collectively as a whole. Brothers and sisters in Christ. To lean into God. To trust his words. And to take action. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. For like Jesus, we can look out into the crowds and see his children harassed and helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd. And we too can show them compassion as we go into the world. Knowing that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So together, let's pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send us, his church, out as his laborers. This day and every day that we are on this earth into his harvest field with his word of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.